If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. I'm Nicole Trick Steinbach, the international bravery coach and your host. On this podcast, I share the best frameworks, the coolest conversations, and my own unique perspectives for how you can build your brave. There are two foundations to all of our conversations. Number one, bravery is a skill, not a personality trait. And you are already brave. Brave is how you create your unique, wonderfully fulfilling life. Brave is you. Let's go. Welcome to this episode. So per season four, we're doing something for the first time ever. In fact, I'm sharing with you my first ever client who's already and also a coach. So, Marcia Becker, welcome. I'd love to give you the chance to introduce yourself and explain how awesome you are. Thank you so much, Nicole. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. And I was just on the phone with my mom and I was like, I'm on the podcast with Nicole. I'm so excited. I got to get ready. (laughs) That's so cool. So mom stories aside, my name is Marcia. I am a Dutch woman of 25 years old. I live in America currently, and I live a little bit of a nomadic life. My man is from South Carolina, so I'm here with him, and we kind of move around the States a little bit, and hopefully soon I'll be able to move around Europe again. And I am a coach. I'm a coach for people who want to transition out of their corporate grind hustle culture career and into something on their own terms so that they can enjoy their life again, enjoy their weekends again, instead of being just recovering from the week. And and I really love the work that I do there. So, yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Okay, we're going to dive into that. But first, elephant in the room. It is very interesting. I am not a business coach, y'all. I'm the international bravery coach. 
I help people, primarily women, build the skill of bravery. And Marcia is a escape, I'm going to say escape, escape the corporate grind and set up your own business, side hustle, et cetera, et cetera, right? Why on earth are you coaching with me? Especially since when we first started working together, we were supporting very similar people. And one could make an argument that we still are. I'm supporting people who are building their brave. And a growing number of my clients choose to set up a different income setup, right? Mm-hmm. And you are coaching people who are brave, are stepping into that to create their own income source. So what the hell are we doing? Why are we doing this? I feel like we have to go back to how we met because I remember that very, very clearly. We were both on LinkedIn actively and mm-hmm. somehow, I don't actually know how, but we connected. Yes. And... I sent you a message saying something like, I see we're in similar spaces. I see you've been going for a bit longer than I have. I would love to connect. And your response was incredible because you just put in all caps, yes, how can we meet? (laughs) It's surprising how many people don't answer me when I answer enthusiastically. They're like, we're in the same space. And I'm like, oh my God, let's talk. And I never hear from them again. So. It's called attract and repel. It that's, t- what, oh, that's what it is. Preach. Oh my God. Yes. Mm. And you attracted me. You attracted me with that response. And I was like, I need to be in the room with a woman with this kind of energy. And I was like, yes, mm. I'm in the Netherlands, but let's set up a call. And then that call also stuck with me very much because people who know me know that I immediately put everything on the table (laughs) like I'm not someone who is not great at small talk so I think in the first 10 seconds of our first zoom call ever after maybe two messages back and forth you said how was your day and I said well a friend of mine just questions my business decisions oh my god that's right (laughs) yes And I feel terrible and I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And this is important to me. And I feel so attacked. And you said the legendary sentence. Great. Next time, let them post it and let them tag you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have to repel, especially when we're building a business. If we are butter on every person's bread, then like literally you wait. So it's so unhelpful. But when we repel certain people, it's because we're calling in other people. I girl, listen, if I was to tell that story, I would have totally forgotten. It was at the top of our conversation. Been like, yeah, I was getting to know her. And then she told me about her friend who had opinions. And I was like, good. You're being (laughs) yourself. That's perfect. Keep doing that. Yes, it was the first 10 seconds of meeting you and it set the tone of, and that's why I wanted to work with you because I was in the time I was looking for a coach, a one-on-one coach. I basically wanted what I was doing for other people for myself. Yeah, I didn't want someone to tell me how to do things Mm -hmm. because I had done that and coming 
fresh out of university and in a job where I was trying to do what people told me, I struggled in starting my business and doing what worked for me. So I was following other people's recipes and something was working, but something wasn't. And when you said like, great that that friend said that, (laughs) I thought that's what I need. Someone who can, who can bring that fierceness to me because that's what I want I want to have that strong voice of my own and not be an echo but be that voice and I was like Nicole has I don't want to say has balls because I don't like those I've got ovaries I've got a serious case of ovaries I do Betty White (laughs) right Betty White was like stop talking about balls they're weak give them a little flick and the person's on the ground but ovaries we can gets a little cold they got real small. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Right. And you know what's so amazing about this story? Um, cause I, I think a lot of coaches are going to end up listening to this one. So I really want to put this out there. I was not on a call to sell to you. I was not on a call for you to sell me. We were two humans working in a similar space, connecting as humans. And oh, like we we have to remember one of my colleagues I'm in a group called the Red Balloon Club and at the la- at the end of our last call she's like, "Hey, I know we talked about big things. I know we talked about content. I know we talked about strategy and we got into this for love. We need to remember that we are here to go and love, love on our colleagues, love on ourselves, love on our clients, right? And I was like, Namisha, you just called me out. Stop it. I'm so in my head. She's just laughing. I'm like, yeah, but it's true. Like we got into this to love on other people and to share what we've experienced so that they can have their experiences and together we can elevate the world. Because when you wrote to me, you wrote me a LinkedIn And we're like, hey, would you be willing to coach me? Do you happen to remember how many days it took me? It took me a long time to answer you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was surprised by that. And that had a lot to do with my own beliefs around making money, signing Mm. clients. So I was like, why is she not jumping on this? And Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why, which almost validated my feeling of I want to work with you I was like she's not just working with anyone yeah and you had to think about it because I was your first coach you are my first coach client you still are my friend yes Mm -hmm. yeah I really had to think about it's like with Ashley right so I really had to think about Ashley what does Ashley want to do can I really support someone and I'm talking about she has a podcast. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but can I really support someone who's in a boarding school? Can I really, can I really do this? Right. And so I had to think about it. Can I coach? Am I the right person? And so I, I made you a deal. I was like, let's try this for three months and let's check in after three months and see. And either way we've learned and we both move on and it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
which is interesting, right? Because you're right. You and I, and you happen, I mean, you know, because I've shared quite a lot with you. It's been, as I've been coaching you, I have been going through a, my first ever really painful coaching experience. We have so many um, colleagues, I've learned, um, who don't follow through. They don't do the things they say they're going to do. They take money from anyone. They overpromise and they underdeliver consciously, not like accidentally, right? So like, for example, I had a client. My promise is stress less, work less. Now it's live more, earn more. But at the time, it was just earn more. And she traveled back to India. It was a really tough experience. And she had way more stress while she was working with me, right? I didn't consciously overpromise. Her life changed, and we were dealing with very, very, very unexpected things, right? But we have a lot of colleagues who overpromise and underdeliver consciously so that people keep giving them money. Mm-hmm. And you and I, we just, we just fucking don't do that. I love some of our conversations where you share how heart-driven you are with your clients, like their success matters to you. I mean, that's why you're in this, to do that, to create with people what it is they really want. And people want to be 25 years old, bopping around the world, building a business, falling in love, hanging out on the beach. Like (laughs) you, you also bike all over the place, which is hilarious to me because but um right like people want that and they are ready to be supported with the level of coaching that you give them and the level of love you give them so much love it's it's funny that you bring this up because I actually have a, a post ready that's going live tomorrow about exactly this like I I am doubling down on value for my clients not necessarily that my prices are going up and I'm adding extra coaching sessions or things like that. But I have transferred all my clients into one private Slack community. There's a whole thread right now of my clients sharing dog pictures with each other from their dogs. And it's living its own life. And I love it so much. Like I'm getting messages from all of my clients saying, oh, thank you so much for making this community. I'm getting so much out of this. I'm dropping them meditations throughout the week. I'm dropping them coaching tools, LinkedIn tips. Um, I just ordered a book for one of my clients that I felt like she has to read for her unique journey that she's on. And all of that is, it just comes from, from the desire to serve them and to help them reach the goal that they have set. And, and I don't care if, if that, how many coaching sessions you have with me or what the price is, or I just care that you, you see yourself change, you see the growth and you feel freaking supported by me. And I have that same feeling with you where sometimes out of the blue, I get a message from you and it's like, you have to listen to this podcast. And I listen to it (laughs) and it always is exactly what I needed to hear. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which is funny because I always ask my clients, like, do you want me to send you resources? Do you, I'm going to always offer homework. Do you want that? And quite a number of my more senior um, corporate clients who come to me are like, no, no, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so tired. The yeah. only thing I have one client, actually, she's graduating soon. She's like, the only thing I want you to do is send me reminders to breathe. So I so send her good. little reminders. I'm like, take a breath. Are you breathing? <laughs> you want to take a walk? We can go on a walk together. Right. And it's like, it's again, it's like, what supports your clients? Mm-hmm. You were like, send me everything. I want the library. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be careful about what I send her because she <laughs> will dive into everything. She's so curious and so excited. But, you know, it's again, it's like supporting your clients in a way that is love for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I rem- like there, something immediately comes up of a session I had yesterday. And at the end, I said, do you want me to check in in a couple of days on how yeah. this is going? And she said, no. Yeah. And I was just so excited to hear her say no, because how courageous, how brave is it when your coach asks you, do you want me to check in? And you say no. Exactly. You feel so safe and supported that you can say no. And I'm like, great. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Oh, God, that feels so good. That feels so good. And for so many of us. No is not something we were permitted to say. And believing in our resourcefulness and our complete, this is something I really struggle with, is like I am complete. I am whole. I am complete. I do not need fixed. I do not need educated. I do not need whatever, right? Like I myself am whole and complete. And to have a client or anyone in our lives actually, because that's one of the things that my daughter just amazes me. People will attempt to tell her what to do or like say, oh, you're going to be really cold today. You're going to be really cold today. And Mm -hmm. she'll be like, yeah, I'll be warm enough. And she just continues because she's whole, right? She hasn't accepted yet the indoctrination that she isn't whole because we are all whole and complete. We are enough. When we wake up in the morning and our breath smells – and I don't know when everybody changes their underwears, but I changed mine in the morning. So I got dirty underwears on and my hair is a mess. I am enough. And what a beautiful thing. Oh, yay. Go client. Say no. Woo, 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 woo. I love it. I love it. So I would love to share. We got the elephant out of the room. Mm-hmm. I would love to share why. You have been drawn in the last three months, because it's been a big shift in the last three months of us working together, why you've been drawn towards supporting people to step out of their corporate spaces. Like what's been going on there? And then, yeah, describe a little bit about what you offer. So I kind of want to go to my brave moment because I feel like it led to everything. Well, you know, I have a little, I have a little face over here, like a cat. I'm like, <laughs> uh-huh, I'm tea. <laughs> yes. So my brave moment. And you, you also asked this question before the podcast, you said, who is your brave role model? Mm-hmm. And I sat with that question for a little bit and I just kept coming to the same answer. 
And I thought, can I say this? I'm like, hell yeah, I can say this. Absolutely. I am my own brave role model. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> and and a specific part of me is my brave role model. Okay, one second, one second. All right, y'all, I just, oh, sometimes my clients, whoo! Okay, I'm back. Girl, did you just say you are your own brave role model? Mm-hmm. Um, guests often get me to cry. Um, it's not so common that I tear up, I cry. I'm literally crying. I'm like wiping stuff off my eyes. Um, but my whole body just went completely still. It flushed with... Do you know that that fire, that truth fire? It just flushed from the bottom all the way to the top, and I felt utterly connected. Like like all mm. of these walls of my house, they just they just they just went away, and I was like connected to the essence of the freaking universe. <laughs> yes, Marge, I am blown away. I am not surprised, though. I will tell you, I am blown away, but I'm also not surprised. I love that. Y'all, listen. I want you to start practicing that. I want you, every single one of you listeners, I want you to start practicing that. You are your own brave role model. Because I am. I am a brave role model for me. I look back at, you know, 35-year-old me, 30, 32-year-old me, almost died giving birth, 30-year-old me, horrible pregnancy, and, 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 oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Tell me more about your brave role model. (laughs) Okay, so... There was this show that I was watching. I hope the listeners are watching the show too. If they're not, get on it. Work <laughs> moms. Um, I wish it was just moms and not working moms, but yeah, working dads or I don't know what. But working moms, there was a scene where two friends are talking, and one of them says to this this other friend, she says, "The Kate that I know." would just give him the finger and start her own PR business. The Kate that I know. And that made me, that made me think about myself. Like the Marchi who I know, who is she? Because sometimes we, we doubt ourselves and we don't always see the brave role model in ourselves, right? Most of the time, maybe we don't. We just see, just see ourselves just the way we are, you know, and little old me. So I asked myself, who is the marcha that I know? Well, the marcha that I know rode her bike by herself from Amsterdam to Berlin. The marcha that I know landed her first job, a freaking amazing job mm, from yeah. an Airbnb on a borrowed laptop wearing her dirty cycling clothes on that same trip. The marcha that I know got promoted promotion after promotion. The marcha that I know spoke in front of audiences of 500 people to pitch a startup that she was working for. And the marcha that I know quit her job at the ultimate height of that job 
be oh hot damn hot damn right that's the much i know so how can i not have her as my brave role model who is braver than me Yeah. And all of these moments are, are my brave moments. And yeah, when I, when I think of the bravest one, it's definitely quitting my job because I was quitting my corporate job because I was at such a successful, but I'm putting that in quotes kind of, because it's like, I was successful to the outside world, but to me, I didn't have time to drink coffee properly in the morning. I didn't have time to finish my breakfast. I didn't have time to go to the bathroom in between meetings because they were scheduled back to back and back to back and back to back. I wasn't able to enjoy my weekends because on Sunday I would already have anxiety for the whole week that had to come. So in that sense, how successful was I really? And once that sunk in for me or sank in for me, I... I knew I wanted to do something else and I took some time to think about it, quite a bit of time. And I'm someone who would always tell everything, ask everything before I would make a decision to all the people around me. So I would call my friends and I would ask my family and I would go to everyone for a second opinion and a 12th opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And the day that I, quit my job and the day that I really channeled that inner brave me I called no one so I sat I sat in my office it was 3 p.m and suddenly I just knew and this is not suddenly I just knew I put a lot of work in myself I I I got coaching I was already in my coaching certification at that time but that moment 3 p.m in my office I just felt this is it. I have to quit. Yes. So I call, so I've had a few of those moments. I'm like, well, suddenly my spirit was ready or suddenly I was ready. And I have a personality that is a little bit like yours. It shows up very differently, but I'm a switch. I'm either on or I'm off. So I'm working on being a dimmer right? Like Mm -hmm. allowing for more grace, allowing for some more grace, allowing more time to consider, right? And I'm I'm actually trying to do this by dozing in bed. Y'all, I'm either awake or I am asleep. It confuses people. I'll be just hanging out with people and then I am gone because I am asleep. I have gone. I am in my bed. Good night. And the same in the morning. And I'm trying to train myself into dozing because I'm such a light switch. But what you're describing for me is one of those moments where my, my body, my spirit, my soul, my, my, my me is like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what made that such a strong feeling for me that I was ready was that I knew I didn't have to call anybody. I didn't oh. have to text anybody. I didn't even text my partner. So I walked downstairs and said, do you have 10 minutes to the person from HR? And after I walked up back to my office, sweating, shaking, (laughs) 
feeling like the life force energy in me was just exploding. And I texted my partner and my best friend and I said, I quit, period. It already happened. I didn't need to ask them before. I just needed to give them the memo. Hey, by the way, this happened. That is insanely brave to listen to yourself, to believe yourself, to step into action, to become who it is you want to be. So you did it. Freaking did it. Congratulations. Best thing I ever did. Best thing you you. ever did. Yeah. Best thing you ever did. And then you're like, I'll set up my own company. Yes. Second best thing I ever did. Oh man. So how did you get into helping people with that moment? Like now I understand more why, because that moment is very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I, I almost want to come back to that. Um, I, I, I always would really listen to other people and what I had to do. So when I first started my business, I, got on board with a coach who helped me with LinkedIn and be my first kind of business coach. And he, he told me what to do. And that worked for a good amount of time. He also told me, how about you go into coaching women in tech? Because I was in a little bit more of a vaguer niche at that time. And he said, it makes sense. You come from tech. So it gives you credibility Mm-hmm. So this could be really good for you to get started. And me doing what other people said, especially when I saw them as an authority, which I saw him as an authority because I hired him, mm-hmm. um, was like, yeah, let's do that. So I'm grateful I did that. Yes. Um, I helped a lot of women doing yes work. Um, I got a bit, became a better coach doing that work. Yeah. And At the same time, at some point, it started to feel like it wasn't a good fit anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) that was around the same time. And I feel like this is very... This is so my story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wow, I am really, really good at this. I am really good at this. Yeah. And then... Okay, what happened Mm -hmm. next? And then also realizing, like, I can be good at something and decide not to do it. That's right. Which was also, you know, I'm a fantastic project manager. Oh, put me in front of a team. I will take them to the sky. I promise. Mm -hmm. Um, Just deciding not to do that right now, even though I would be great at it. So I, I went on a little bit more of an exploration. I felt like it wasn't motivating me as much anymore. So I went on this... I wouldn't say it was a side trek, but it was an exploration of diving into the menstrual cycle and productivity. So for about six weeks, I marketed a three-day training on the menstrual cycle and productivity. So I stepped away from tech, kind of, kind of secretly, because I still had my headline up. I was still known as this women in tech coach, but I was suddenly talking about periods. Yeah. And that was brave because I was like, oh, God, I'm going to talk about my period. I was blogging my period on LinkedIn. (laughs) It was very impressive. I have to tell you, though, it was really impressive. 
that's when we first started to get to know each other. And I was reading your stuff and I was like, man, I could have really used, because I'm a lot older than you are. And I'm like, I could have really used this information. I could have really freaking used this information. Yeah. Exactly. And I felt the same way because I, it had only been just a little bit ago. I didn't know anything about that. So, so I kind of, I went that route for a while and I still have that as part of my business where I um, um, provide a period ritual for women to connect to their, their body, to connect to their goal and uh, reflect during a time, which is highly intuitive, like your period. Um, But I also wasn't this period person. Like I'm also not this coach who's only talking about periods. That's not me either. So damn, I'm like, what do I even do? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And in those moments, what, what I really appreciate about coaching is that it can sometimes just calm you down a little bit in this constant search for the answer. Like, what is it that I do? How do I help people? And instead of trying to be a shark, we've talked about this one yes. time. Instead yes. of trying to be a shark hunting for the answer, yeah, to be a little bit more like a whale, yeah, opening your mouth, letting yeah. the food swim in, letting the answers come to you. And and it took a little while and our coaching has helped so much in that. But I found it went from periods to people pleasing, which I never, which I didn't really connect yeah. to. The word yeah. didn't connect with me um, to helping people transition out of the corporate grind, which mm-hmm. feels so right right now. It just clicked because when I think about my bravest moment and when I think about the thing I'm most grateful for in my life, it's that I now have the freedom and the time and the the work that matters to me that make my life freaking amazing. Yes. And I want to help other people do that too, because I know I can, because I have done that. Because most of my clients from women, the women in tech, they started their own businesses. They quit exactly. their jobs. <laughs> Exactly. They came to me and they said, I want a promotion. <laughs> yep. And they left having quit their job, literally yeah. traveling the world with their online business. So it yeah. makes so much sense that I got here. And um, maybe also to kind of normalize for people listening, maybe who feel like they are in this search, mm-hmm. it will come to you. And I know how shitty that sounds because Ugh, you're yes. like, I just want to want the answer. Just give me yeah. the answer. Yeah. It's going to come to you in its own time and it's going to be pretty interesting <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, do you mind if I if I share a story from our coaching? Please do. Okay, so you were frustrated and I said, "Oh man, I totally understand that. It's hard not to know exactly. What do your people say? Not why they come to you." But when they leave, when they graduate, when they give you feedback, when they celebrate, what are they celebrating? Because there's real value to be found there. And you got a little annoyed with me. It was very funny. You were very, you, you were very, you went into this very proper version of yourself, this very Dutch proper, <laughs> like, okay. 
well, Nicole. And you gave me a bunch of reasons why that was a stupid idea. And then I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I told my coach the same thing about five months ago. And my coach is coming on to the podcast soon. I don't know if you're going to be before her or after. I'm not exactly sure yet. Um, but her name is Jess Johnson. And I basically said the exact same thing to her because I was making myself insane, like certifiably just off the freaking rails. Here I am. I have this very, and it's so amazing you use the word credible because you and I have never talked about that, but I have this credible niche. I am the former global senior director of tech and then tech and tech and tech. It's so credible. It's so lucrative. It's so profitable. People know who I am. Men can accept it, right? Ugh. Is one of the things I said when I wasn't controlling my tongue. My my head came out of my mouth. Well, men can accept this. Men understand it, right? And she gave me the same damn advice that I gave you, right? Or suggestion, like what, what or question actually, like, what are they saying? And I was like, yeah, you know what? Actually, my last survey really annoyed me. Nobody talked about how much money they make when they work with me. And everybody makes so much more money when they work with me. I shouldn't Why say don't everybody. they talk about it? Why don't they talk about it? You know, they come onto my podcast and they're like, you know what? I sleep better. I'm happier. I'm doing things with my kids. I'm traveling. I'm enjoying my cruises, whatever it is. I'm mountain biking more. And I'm like, yeah, that's so amazing. And then I listen to it later. I'm like, she didn't say she makes more money. And the reality is, is like, yes, everybody has more options and more opportunity with more money. And yes, women in tech is credible. Yes, tech is a very lucrative job. Very lucrative job. But what are people actually saying to me? And because I'm a slower learner than you are in some ways. What are they saying when they come to me? I literally had people get on a consult with me and say, I don't want to be a woman in tech. I don't want to talk about tech. I just want to say what I mean. I want to work less. Honestly, you know, I want to be brave. Yes. I've been talking about brave for so, 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 so long, but it probably took me six months to actually shift. Mm-hmm actually. And I still was introduced recently and someone was like, so what do you do? Because Americans are obsessed with what we do. And I was like, oh, I coach women and I coach people all over the world on how to build the skill of bravery. And I have to feel credible with that. I have to feel complete and whole. I have to know it's enough. I have to know that when my clients go out into the world, they are doing better. They are better. They feel better. They sleep better, right? So same, same, right? Like it's it's mm-hmm. fascinating how – and this goes to the very first elephant in the room that we address. Like what, why are we doing this? This is why. Because we make the world better. Oh, my gosh. I love it. And one of the things you forgot to mention, so I'm going to totally call it out. Ready? People yes. started coming to you and asking, will you help me? Will you help me? Yes. Yeah. And I think that is like, I don't call it ideal client anymore. 
because I'm not trying to fish for the perfect fish. Yeah. I call them soulmate clients because they're connected to me already. Yeah. They are, they're meant for me already. Mm. So they're finding me and I'm just opening the door. I'm just a whale opening her mouth when she needs to be fed. When I have a place in my coaching, I open my mouth, they come because I don't need to, to fight other coaches. I don't need to fight you, Nicole, for getting your clients. There are, there are people out there that are perfect for me and they will come my way and it's happening. And I don't have to do sleazy sales tactics anymore. And I can get on a call with someone and end it saying, Hey, just let me know when you're ready. Exactly. Instead of trying to be like, can I get your credit card? And like, because that's how I started. That's how I started. Because someone told me I had to do that. So I did it because I didn't, I didn't think for myself because how scary (laughs) is it to think for yourself? Right. Well, it is scary, but also like, I just want to normalize. You didn't know how that felt in your body yet. True. You needed to experience how that felt in your body. Because I followed um, this thing called a consultation code. Like I followed it for a while and I made a lot of sales, a lot of sales. And then I had clients who were like, no, 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 just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. And I went through the consultation code, I don't know, about nine months ago, six months ago. I'm not sure. A while ago. And it literally says, tell them exactly, tell them it's structured, tell them, you know, exactly what to do, you know, how to do it. The reality is, is I don't know how to reach your goal as you, Mm -hmm. right? You are the authority. Now I'm the expert on the coaching side. I also have a lot of experience in crafting a life. I have a lot of frameworks, right? This is one of the benefits of being certified. You get taught actual effective frameworks. Mm -hmm. And if it's a good school, you can stay involved and continue to learn as their research continues to go, right? But I actually don't know exactly how to do it. So when I dropped the consultation, and once that became clear to me, I was like, oh, this is why I get off of a consultation, successful or not, meaning sale or not, right? And this is why I grumble with my husband, I take a nap. I get frustrated with something. It's because while I'm going through that, doing what I'm supposed to do, (laughs) I don't feel good. And when I dropped that, like the clients shifted. The ones who are already working with me shifted because I started showing up more me, which is incredibly warm. Um, One of my coaches is Maggie Reyes. She's the bomb. We will link her. She does relationship coaching, but she should really do all coaching. Maggie, I put it in the universe, make it happen. Um, But she said the other day, she said, loving kindness, fierce power. And I was like, that is the best. And when I start to show up like that more and more and more, whether or not I have the vocabulary, my clients get to too. And then the people who come to me, they also want fire with grounding energy. Mm. That is what they want. But girl, like I didn't know because I hadn't felt it in my body. I was doing what I was supposed to do 
And now I get onto a consultation. <laughs> One woman recently, she was so funny. I don't make an offer to work with everyone, even if I have spots, because I'm just not the right coach for everybody. Um, but she was so funny. She's like, when are you going to sell me? <laughs> we only have like 10 minutes left. When are you going to sell me? And I was like, um, well, I told you what the program is. I told you what it costs. I told you a few podcasts to check out. Like, what are you, what are you looking for? And she's like, well, aren't you going to tell me like, I really need this. And if I don't do this, I'm not going to get my goal. And I was like, um, no. (laughs) (laughs) And we just looked at each other awkwardly on zoom. Like, um, and now what? I was like, so yeah. What questions do you have? Like, how can I? Yeah. Are so you not going to drag me into your cave trying to get me into your sales cave? No, like, no I'm not. No, I'm yes. not. No, I'm not. Because to quote Namisha and us, we're here to love people. And yes, our expertise, people need to pay for it. Like there is so much amazingness to pay for high quality certified, do what, do what you say you're going to do. Coaching Mm -hmm. with someone who actually gives a shit about you, gives a shit about your goals. I'm still in contact. One of my clients just had a baby. I think we stopped working together. Like, I don't even know. I think we stopped working together longer than we actually worked together. Girl, you know, I'm in there. I'm like, girl, congrats. Yes. Right. So no, we're not going to knock you over. Oh my God, Nicole, I have to stop myself from ranting. I want to also, I want to also come back to how you say like, we don't have the answer. And I think that is Mm -hmm. something that I have struggled with as well. And, or kind of wrestled with in the past months of like, what is, what is credible? What, what do people buy? Like I was really convinced people don't buy better sleep. People don't buy having time to eat lunch away from your desk. Mm -hmm. People don't want to buy that. Um, They want me to tell them that they'll make more money. Mm -hmm. Right. And like you said, that's not actually what they come back to you with at the end of a coaching relationship. They don't actually say, thank God I make more money. They say, thank God that I now finally have time to treat myself on a Friday afternoon to stop working at two. Um, So I'm also not selling a certain result anymore Mm -hmm. because transitioning out of the corporate rat race looks different for everyone. And we worked, if we work together for six months, maybe you've left your job. Maybe you have an exit plan on when you're going to leave your job. Maybe you have already started your business and you're a couple months in. Maybe you have found a different job with an amazing employer that makes you feel like you're not grinding, but you're living and working. Yeah. Like it's not set in stone. And I don't want people to necessarily follow in my footsteps because they're my footsteps. They're probably not going to fit you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's so well said. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really important to, to, for people also to know, because if you're not, if you've never had coaching before, and that's that's what I find confusing about the term coaching, because when you say coaching, maybe you think of a football coach who's going to tell you how to play football and then you will win the game. 
But that's not really what coaching is. That's maybe more what mentoring is, because I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to help you find the answer within yourself, because you know way better, because you are you. And, And I think that is the interesting part about marketing coaching to people who've never had coaching before mm-hmm. to kind of be able to give that experience or, or give the awareness of this is what it will be like. Yeah. This is how it will help you. I'm not going to tell you do ABC and then you will get to a guaranteed D. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> that is very interesting because you might go to K yeah. or you might go to Q or you might leave and go to the Cyrillic alphabet. You might decide that you're going to figure out Chinese or Korean. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, I don't think I've ever shared this story. And I'm going to, so I'm going to try to do an effective job at it. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody who is like a CrossFit kind of coach person. And he was like, oh, you're a coach. Which sport? And I said, I was being very flippant. There was wine involved. I was like, the sport of life. (laughs) He was like, what the hell are you talking about? And I was new in the neighborhood too. So this guy had like no concept of who I was. Anyway, so I was like, I actually, I, I coach people into the skill of bravery, primarily women all over the world. And he's like, what does that mean? And I said, well, and, you know, talk to him. And he's like, I don't understand And I said, I know it's confusing because sometimes when people hear coach, they just assume it's like a basketball coach or a football coach or or a tennis Mm -hmm. coach or or, or a CrossFit coach. And and then it's like, I don't give you the exact step-by-step to become a professional in that sport. And he said, you know what? That's a real misconception. And then this man took me to school. He took me to school, okay? He said... I coach people and then actually it turns out that there's a lot of like professional coaches who also do CrossFit. So there's like a lot of overlap in the top circles of CrossFit. Please do not ask me any follow-up questions because I don't know. Okay. Like (laughs) I got what he told me and I believe him. But um, they are often talking about how you can get an athlete to do the exact same exercises in the exact same time and they can have the same result, but one of them makes it and the other one doesn't. And it all comes down to the intangibles and the best coaches, the best coaches are the coaches who can unleash. And and this was one of the inspirations for my word of the year, unleash, who unleash the intangibles in each and as a whole. And then, and then he shared with me about a Broncos coach who couldn't do that, but was like the best technical person. I, I don't understand. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, I can see this. I can see this. And I took it over to German, what Americans call soccer, German soccer. And I was like, oh, we had this coach. And he's like, yeah, I don't know anything about European soccer. So then we were trying to find a bridge. And he says to me, have you ever watched, and he mentioned a couple of Hollywood movies that are about sports. The only one I had ever seen was this movie, Rudy, which is about American football. And this, like, he's really small or something. And he ends up playing at the end. Sorry if there's a spoiler on a 20 year old movie, but there you go. And he said, go watch some of them because 
Hollywood always cuts through the practices. They don't show you do 500 push-ups, do 700 sprint runs, do this, do this, do this. They always focus on the moments, the interpersonal moments where a coach is helping an athlete become a better version of themselves or is talking to the whole team and being honest about what isn't working, the effort it's going to take to make it work, and what is possible, the vision that they see. He said, so actually, makes total sense that you call yourself a coach. Interesting. And I was like, I just went to school and church all at once. I feel like in the South now we would say bless his heart, but we say, would say it at a certain ter- tone of voice. That yes. make it, there are like li- different tones of voices for bless his heart. That means very different things. I'm meaning the positive. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, for real. I mean, it was incredible. It was a very short conversation, less than 20 minutes, but it really changed my understanding of what you and I do in the world and why it matters and why it is as valuable as this more normalized version of sport coaching or athletic coaching. It is Mm -hmm. as valuable because at the end, we're doing incredibly simple things, right? Yeah. What do you want to achieve? I'll be your partner in achieving it. Incredible. Oh my gosh. Okay. So all your links are going to be in the show notes. Your LinkedIn posts are fantastic. So definitely connect on LinkedIn with Marcia. We'll drop your website. Anything else? Well, definitely say hi. If you are going (laughs) to look out on my LinkedIn or if you're going to check out my website, send me an email or send me a DM, say hi, and tell me that you listen to the podcast because I love having just little chats and conversations with people in my network on LinkedIn. I'm not some big person in a diff, I don't mean big person, but you know, like the big bad wolf. Yeah. Who's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be afraid to reach out to. No, you can just say hi. It's just me behind my laptop here in North Carolina. (laughs) Right. And we've covered, you're not going to get a cold sales from either of us. And neither of us are going to try to figure out your problem so that we can sell you something. So definitely say hi to Marcia. Begin the conversation and enjoy all of the LinkedIn. Your LinkedIn posts are truly fantastic. Thank you. So good. Oh, this has been a very open conversation on my side and yours. I just, I am so grateful that you connected. Um, I'm so grateful that I get to be your coach. It's, it's really, I mean, I am, I'm grateful for every one of my clients and with every client, I'm sure this is true for you. My self-concept shifts and refines a little bit more. And there's a certain amount of my defiant, rebel, brave energy. I love telling people that I'm coaching a coach. Mm. They're like, wait, you can't do that. You're competitors. I'm like, no, we aren't. We are exactly elevating together. It's really incredible. So thank you publicly and privately. 
<laughs> Thank you too. And I was looking forward to this chat so much because um, it's my favorite hour on the Monday. We talked about this last Monday. I'm mm-hmm. always at the same time, same yeah. day. I'm that kind of person. <laughs> I love my 12 o'clock Monday hour with you because I always come out with a new perspective. I always come out with just a a heightened mood and a different view on things. Very often I also cry, but <laughs> but I always feel so much better after. And I I'm just really excited for your audience to listen to this and and very curious how this lands with them since this is kind of a different conversation than I've heard on your podcast before and I'm really excited to hear how people connect with this. Me too. All good things come to an end. Thank you so much. And everyone else, until next week, brave it up. Bye. Hey, before you go, you are ready to become the bravest, most fulfilled version of you. And I am ready to be your coach. I invite you to explore one-on-one coaching with me. Go to tricksteinbach.com to learn more and schedule your consultation. You can stress and work less while you live and earn more. My clients do it all the time.